folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast, Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody. It's Small Package. Uh, you know, we're back from our from our break. We had stuff going on, so we couldn't record, and not much really happened. That's a fucking lie, Bob! Hey, everybody, it's Kurt. We're next to here. What's your boy? It's Bob. And today, on a small package show, holy fucking shit, so much has happened, but we are fucking back. Let's do this, boy. Yeah, seriously, so like... Small package. So we, we, we we didn't record... Uh, just cause I was traveling, you were sick, you were working, we were, we were just not available. It's been a crazy two weeks, man. Um, Lots of shit. But the, but the thing is, we could have recorded a podcast every day with how much shit has been going on It's lately. pretty crazy. Like, I almost... Especially, hesitate. like, the past week has just been, like, one thing after another. I mean, uh, honestly, in terms of, like, in-ring, just to get that out of the way, Fastlane, Shrug... Whatever. Uh, we talked about Evolve on our last recording. Yeah. Um... We got tickets to the next show. We have tickets to the next show. Kayla's coming back. She's hyped. Uh-huh. Well, not the next show, but, but the next time 80, they're in Queens. 82, right? So, yeah. So we're um, missing 80 and 81. And but. in terms of just like what's been going on for WWE, Bray, Bray Wyatt will be facing Randy Orton. This yeah. is confirmed. Uh-huh. AJ versus Shane. Confirmed. confirmed. Baron versus Dean. Confirmed. Goldberg versus Lesnar for, for the title. The belt. Confirmed. confirmed. Uh, KO versus Jericho for the U.S. is Don't, not all, all confirmed. But, all but confirmed. Sure. All but an official thing. The storyline uh-huh. is going that way. Uh, Taker versus Roman is confirmed. Yeah. But if Bray will be involved in that match, or Braun, sorry, Braun will be involved in that match in some capacity, we don't know. Uh-huh. Because Big Show versus Shaq, unconfirmed. Well, confirmed not happening. Yeah, that's what I mean to say. Like, um, that's... You 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 knew what I meant. Uh, confirmed that it's canceled. Uh, so Big Show's back in the Andre the Battle Memorial Rumble Part Giant. Three Giants. Uh, confirmed. Yeah. And so that means that match is confirmed. Well, obviously. Um, uh, a Alexa Bliss versus the world. All of the women. Available which I'm gonna get, women. I'm going to get to that because I uh-huh. want your reaction on the list of proposed competitors. Sure. Some rumors in there. Interesting. Some interesting ones, for sure. Um, uh, Fatal 4-Way for the women's on, on Raw confirmed. They put Nia in the match, uh-huh. which um, that was the original rumor, and that was now Three-way tag team match for the Raw belts confirmed. Gross. If we have time after the fucking myriad of news... Oh, yeah, and the, the, the Usos walked away with the be- tag belts. Oh, on SmackDown, right. So the SmackDown was a weirdest, like, one of the weirdest wrestling shows in a while. And I've been watching Lucha Underground. Uh, so you had the, the funny as fuck Miz promos where he was making fun of Total Bellas. If you haven't seen him, go on the WWE YouTube and Holy watch shit, those. they're so funny. And then uh, there was the crazy-ass... I thought at first Eric Rowan return, but it was actually just, did you, did you watch this? I'm going to be honest with you with the weeks that I've had, I have, I've been very out of the loop. I was able to catch Raw and SmackDown last week, snowed in upstate in Poughkeepsie. We'll get to that. Maybe if we have time. And then, but this week I had a uh, stomach flu, so I did not see any wrestling, uh, Actually, I don't even think I got a. I read a full recap. I just sort of got the gist of the important things, or what I was told were important things. Yeah, so I thought it was going to be an Eric Rowan return because uh, um, Randy got like surrounded, like punched, and he's like down, and then he pans over to a leg, and it's like that green jumpsuit kind of thing that he wore, and it right. like starts panning up, and then it's like the sheep mask. But it wasn't him. But then it like zooms out and he's just surrounded by a group of sheep mask people. And then uh, they all just like stomp him to shit. Uh, and I was like, holy shit, this is the, one of the most culty things I've ever seen. But Luke, then is Luke back with Bray? No. Okay. Because that- uh, that's a confirmed match for this coming SmackDown. 
is Luke versus Bray. I hope that they don't immediately throw Luke back in with Bray. I don't think they will. I anyway, hope they keep we, 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 yeah, I know. On. There's so much. Uh, so much to talk about. So then Bray did this really weird ass thing where he had like, it looked like a, a tennis racket, but like with the cover still on it and like had a red X on it. Who had and it was this? like black. It was like this circle paddle thingy. Wait, who had this? It was Bray. And he was like doing some kind of like weird curse chant thing. And okay. then he like laid it at the feet of Randy. It was so weird. And then did he spank Randy? It it was so weird and looking. Then what did I don't, Randy do? Nothing. Did he it go, just kind of like thanks, ended Daddy. with him like Ugh. Thanks, Daddy. I appreciate but the like, spanking. If they like used a different prop or didn't use a prop at all and just did like the sign on the cross on his forehead with his thumb or some shit, sure. like it would have been like first off, this is like the only time in my watching wrestling where Bray has been a cultish leader like this is the only time they've done cult shit <laughs> like it's always just been like yeah the the wyatt family oh they're a creepy cult but no they weren't they just stood in wrestling rings they weren't a cult <laughs> but now they were actually like showing his followers and showing him doing some kind of weird ass ritual and him being creepy and culty did you come in after dean had his big feud with bray yeah, I think Okay, so. then that, that explains it. Because when Bray first came in, he was very culty. And he did things like he would have groups of like children, like a children's choir, randomly do the rip, 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 and appear at the ringside instead of the Wyatt family. But the children would all have the sheet masks on and then would take them off and sing the, he's got the whole world in his hand. He's got the whole wide world. Oh, yeah, yeah, we get his, it whole wide world in his hand he's got the whole world in his and then the lights would go out and come back up and bray would be fucking up somebody and so like they did a lot of this like him like appearing through the floor of the ring and like you know hundreds of people dressed as sheep randomly appearing and like that's when the fireflies cell phone thing started uh-huh um it was a little organic but a little bit forced is one of those like mixed things where wwe was like a few people in the crowd did it like eight people and the WWE was like look at that it's a trend and then more people were like oh that's cool do it and then WWE just like you guys are part of the story now too you're his fireflies which made people go we're in the story we'll hold up our phones now um so he used to be culty but for a while he was just like a a dude with dreads or other crazy hairs Mm -hmm. or like you know beach fedora and shirt combo I'm glad to see they're going back to like Mystic Bray in a way. I I hope it wasn't too hokey. But. The only thing that was hokey was the weird ass little paddle thing. Sure. But everything else was really good. Got to have props to be a shaman. That's what I always say. <laughs> I'm the boogeyman. But anyway, uh, moving because f- that I mean, like that's like, um, and we haven't even got to. We did we mention C- that Cena, Ms. Maurice, Nikki is is all but confirmed. I think it might be confirmed. It is confirmed. Uh and I don't, I, I don't know if I'm forgetting anybody. Oh, Seth Rollins versus Triple H in an unsanctioned street unsanctioned fight. Unsanctioned street fight. Which Winner. that's that's also something I yeah. want to get to in the news. Uh, so unsan- unsanctioned street fight between them. Am I forgetting anybody? I mean, it's such a, it's in my opinion a stat card. Uh, I would say that at this point, my hype for WrestleMania is pretty high because there's a lot of interesting things that are going to go on. Um, not the matches that I want. I'm hyped for like three quarters of WrestleMania. There's some matches that I don't think are the what I wanted, but at the same time, to say like, oh, AJ's wasted on Shane, it's like, no, but that puts... I mean, that shows the, the McMahon's like Shane, or AJ. Yeah. That honestly, he's in that it's match. the most, like... And the fact that like, this is... It's the highest praise that you can get in the WWE is to... Fight a McMahon. Be directly involved with the McMahons. And one of the news things that I can go ahead and tick off the list real quick is... Uh, I mean, that's like Stone Cold level treatment. Sean, Sean Michaels it. confirmed that the they originally wanted AJ to fight Sean. Yeah, he said he had to turn down that match. 
I think his like he he said something like, "Man, if this had happened like ten years ago, mm-hmm. they brought AJ in, I would have loved to work with him. I'm too old now. I can't. I, I'm sticking to my. Which good on Shawn Michaels for being one of the only people to lose stick to his retirement cl- match clause. Yeah, exactly, someone who lost a retirement match and then fucking retired. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, I'm sure he knows that his body doesn't want him to do a match, but and I think that that's the that's almost as high a praise as that as as fighting a mcmahon themselves like the second underneath that is probably getting hbk out of retirement yeah like yeah. the fact that he like albeit briefly considered it um is, is a crazy thing so i mean i'm very excited about the majority of the card yes wrestlemania as we've discussed is not really any longer for the hardcore fan uh-uh they still have nuggets on the raw on the card that are for the hardcore fans, um, which is one of the other things I want to talk about is another confirmed match. Austin Aries is the one competing for the belt of the cruiserweights yeah. against Neville. Uh-huh. I think that that is probably the best thing they could have done for the, for the status of the belt. People yeah. know Austin Aries because he's been working commentary on raw. Yeah. So they know who Austin Aries is. They did a great job of building him up via just doing commentary exactly so the fans know him the cashy the cashies the cashs is a, uh, we got we got to come up with their own word so many podcasts have their like words like cheap eat has like mage and and repug and then you know other podcasts have other words that i'm forgetting right now but we got to come up with ours so like when the cashies or ca- cashes cash move on normies we don't need to have this conversation right now. i know i know i know i'm sorry we're, we're, we're like trying so, to sprint through this so because neville, Corey has to go yeah so Neville's dawdling okay okay so neville neville and, and aries i mean are you hyped about that match at least oh yeah no that'll be a great ass match they're gonna put on a fucking clinic and honestly like if they are given the time that'll that could be one of the matches that the casuals will walk away for like Cause yeah, the casuals might be super hyped for, you know, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg, but at the end of the day, that match, that match has to be at max four minutes. And even still, that would be like triple the time that they've interacted with each other since combined. Like probably it's going to be like two minutes long and that's fine. But if they are, if, if, the cruiserweights are allowed to put on like a 10, 15 minute clinic that would, that would allow the casuals to walk away talking like, yeah, I mean that Lesnar uh, Goldberg match was what I was expecting. It was kind of cool, but man, those cruiserweights were something. And they'll probably put something on the pre-show, like another, like six Six man man tag, tag. (laughs) which, Hey, the elimination for the number one contender I thought was good. Yeah. Um, I, did I mean, catch shit, that. if they did, like, another five-person elimination for number one contender for the next pay-per-view, I'd be okay with that. Sure. Like, it, you know, it's... They just need to find a better way to balance giving these people more story time, because that's what made Austin work, and that's what made Neville work, is that Neville had enough time... People well, already knew him, he, too. Yeah, he's he's not a new person that they drew just like, here's a guy that you care about. It's TJP. And everyone went, huh? Who? Who's eh, Perkins? Don't care. I want to go to Perkins now. Wait. The guy, Wait, do you know what a Perkins is? The restaurant? Yes. With their fucking muffins? <laughs> Lauren didn't know what a Perkins was, Those and I had to explain to what a Perkins that was. Should be, that should be her nickname for him is Muffins. Because <laughs> he's DJ Perkins. Uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, Neville Aries should be really good. I'm excited to see that. We'll check that off the list. And uh, uh, I guess getting to something that's a little more topical is that uh jr's wife jan passed away yeah um, she was in a motor a motor vehicle accident she was riding a vespa without a helmet got hit by allegedly a like a 17 year old kid who was driving the car it was not like it from what i saw online it didn't seem like it was necessarily his fault is an accident um it's super unfortunate so make sure to tweet at jr's bbq um, that's his Twitter handle now. Your condolences. Yeah, because uh, everybody who ever met the woman said that she was just a real charm, just wonderful personality. Um, so that's a bit of sad news. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people have been talking about that. Uh, we'll and uh, don't forget to always wear your helmets. Oh yeah, that's you know that's uh, Everyone, I think. I mean, not to not to try away. to make light of the situation at all, I think, no. but 
Wear your helmets. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, because ultimately what what was her undoing here was brain damage. Uh, she went to a coma um, after the accident, and, uh, you know, they make them for a reason. And that's, again, like you said, not making light of it at all, but that should be everyone's takeaways. Cherish every day and wear your helmets. Mm-hmm. Um, Take and, care of yourself. And the last thing that I'll talk about that's a little depressing is we found out why Mara Ronaldo has, has not, not been, been on, on SmackDown. For the past two weeks. Uh, it turns out that he's been dealing with uh, bipolar. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been very open and a big advocate for mental health. Um, he suffers from bipolar disorder, and I guess he's just been on an episode. And according to his doctor, when he's doing really badly, he needs to just kind of retreat go and take care of himself makes sense dude and that's why he hasn't been tweeting even though he's like constantly on twitter normally jbl won't let us forget about that yeah and uh he did tweet out today something like thanks for everyone like checking in you know my doctor doesn't even want me to be here but just letting you all know i'm getting better and essentially that's that's good to hear you know take the time that you need yeah i definitely you know, take care of yourself. And this is going to be his first WrestleMania announcing stuff on the main card. So, you know, hopefully he can take time and get exactly and get back in shape for it. I'd rather him miss every SmackDown on the road up to WrestleMania and be there for the show. Um, so obviously we're, we're going to talk about it. Uh, the other elephant in the room. So the other the other elephant in the room is uh, the the page leak. leaks the the page leaks which I mean talk about a rough time for Paige like yeah she's still recovering from her injury still recovering from her injury she's been having a lot of issues with that she's going through drugs crazy I mean the way she argues it that wasn't a problem. Because the first time was because she was just late to file it, so they count that. And I think Hornswoggle or somebody has said something similar, like if you're late to file your drug information or whatever, then right. they give you a suspension. Sure. Um, Not that it mattered because she was with Del Rio. And then the second one, she says, was because of pain medication for her neck, which she's gone kind of crazy about saying that WWE isn't treating her and she's right. being a bit like CM Punk in that regard. Sure. And then her We've relationship both. things and the sides. knife things. And anyway, right. Oof. So just rough time for her. Really rough time. Feel bad for her. Feel terrible. She shouldn't happen to anyone. She's having a, a movie made about her life, but she's not involved with it. Right. And, and Which so obviously like WWE isn't going to drop her from the company because a, they shouldn't, and that'd be terrible and wrong for them to do. Right. And B, they're obviously invested as her in her as a person right now. Right. And so they can't really drop her. It's, it's all crazy. They also have Meltzer reported that everyone involved in the leaks will not be punished regardless. So I mean, it's an interesting thing because I think they, they're just going to let this all blow over. And frankly, it kind of has. Yeah. And also like, you know, first off, you can't, you can't victim blame here and do anything to her because it's not like she put these out herself. Yeah, or no, stolen. this was something that was stolen from her. Um, and then you can't really punish. We well, can't punish Brad Maddox even though he's a, a total fucking weirdo. Uh, you can't punish Brad Maddox because he's not with the company. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the biggest worry for them was probably with Xavier because with him having a prominent role at WrestleMania. Yeah, having him be fucking Xavier Woods. So it seems like that's just going to be fine. And obviously, another complication here, and this is in my notes, is it, it sounds like rumor mill they're going to delay bringing Hulkster back because there's just enough of a connection between his whole thing happened from a sex tape leak, which granted he got suspended and, and Not released for the sex tape, but for the racism, the racism, the racism, so. which it, it's, it's like it had just about blown over to the point where they've been teasing him coming back mm-hmm. in, like mentioning him. They've included audio clips of him in segments and stuff. And so, um, you know, they, they, it looks like Hulk is on a return trajectory. However, with this page thing, it's not immediate. <laughs> people, people are saying that there's a good chance that they delay Hogan coming back mm-hmm. because of the the implications. Yes, as Dennis Reynolds would say. So um, he probably won't be here for Mania. And you as know, we'll, people kind of thought he would. We'll see what happens with the Smarks and Xavier because he wasn't. He was a taped segment, correct? On Raw. Yeah, 
Yeah, so he it was, wasn't it was like crowd. a backstage thing, and it was kind of funny though. The whole do you have something to say? Yeah, they they both looked at Xavier like, do you have something to tell us? He just looks down. Yeah, WrestleMania's in a couple days. Ah. Um, so that's all we're gonna say about the whole page leaks thing. It's uh right. We are going to treat it like WWE and just move, move on. on. We're done, but we talked about it, so uh-huh. you can't say that we didn't. Okay, so why is fast? Oh, also, uh, there were so many rumors of other people to be included in this these leaks, like Summer Rae, and that oh, never no. came to fruition. Good. Uh, even though she tweeted out something like, like, you guys don't have anything on me. Ha ha, bring it on. Because honestly, she probably doesn't have anything like that recorded. She doesn't seem like the kind of person who would. Can we just say for a minute, Summer Race has, has for a long time, I've said, seemed like one of the classiest people in that locker room. Exactly. And uh, from everything I've heard and seen, she seems like a grade A character. Like, so... Anyway, let's move on. We're done with all of that nonsense. Uh, some stuff I wanted to circle back to from uh-huh, before. Uh-huh. Um, so Triple H says, "Okay, Seth Rollins, call yeah. kayfabe. You're all you're kayfabe. injured. You're injured. So let's have a match with like a no liability or something yeah. unsanctioned match. Right. So we can't so, be held liable for any injuries because you have. you're injured, and so you can't compete. Blah blah sure. blah." Sure, sure, sure. And you're like, okay. So, I mean, A, it does a good job of selling that Rollins is still not fully recovered. And B, does a really good job of selling the fact that these guys just want to tear each other's heads off. And real quick, can I just put out there how how fucking exposed and vulnerable I feel? How hard we got worked over the Seth Rollins injury? I... Because here's the thing. I mean, we didn't get worked. It sounds did, like he was an legit injured. But did we, though? Because remember, when Samoa Joe tossed him, it was a very inconspicuous, like, just a, a normal, like, it was like a hip toss. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything too serious. Uh, so just bear with me for a second. It's WWE. Do you think it's not possible? Do you think it is impossible faked his entire injury that Samoa Joe said, are you okay? And Seth Rollins said, I hope so because they knew that it would get picked up on the hot mics and that the smarts would react that to that playing us being played dude for real. Cause I mean, with, are you just working yourself into a shoot? Brother? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I'm, I promise you, this is not me being a conspiracy theorist. I'm saying, do you think that that is not a possibility here that they know that we smarks are going to get so worked up over, especially with who it is. Samoa Joe, triple H and, and Seth Rollins involved with it. You think they don't know what we're like thinking. The smarkiest business. And, and do you really think he re-aggravated that injury to the point where like, like they were worried he'd miss WrestleMania and now he's taking fucking uh, crutch shots to the leg in the ring. Really? I mean, are you just, I mean, it's totally possible that Seth Rollins is John Cena 2.0 and that he just comes back from injuries really quickly. That's a possibility. And it, that too. I mean, it's a possibility. He's been injured a lot. So he knows like the rehab process a little mo- better than most people entirely. And so he knows how to like what to focus on. How sure. to, how to uh, entirely valid thought. It's very possible that we aren't all getting super worked, but at the same time, isn't it a little possible that we're all just getting fucking super worked here by this, bro? Isn't it possible that he was not injured at all and that this was all just extra hype to make it seem like, will he, won't he? And then when he does, we can all just be like, yay, he made it. Theoretically. That's all I'm saying. So, okay. But the point that I had to tick off about this yes. was that Daniel Bryan then retweeted <laughs> the whole tweet about the segment yeah. with hmm, hmm end of statement uh and i think it should be noted that that's fucking like he he knows what he's doing he is working us right now oh for sure cuz i don't think he's getting back in the ring no but man or at least not in a wwe ring he i think he's just working us but man does he know how to work us good oh for sure with he's with, a master with like four letters and three periods he he managed to get what what is happening right here my 
Oh, I was listening to a po- I was listening uh, to another podcast before you walked in. So that was the other podcast being like still there, bud. Um, but we, yeah, with four letters and three dots, he managed to like work us up again. Uh huh. And I'm like, fuck, dude. If we could see, if you could see Daniel Bryan in one more match, hashtag one more match, hashtag Christian, hashtag Peeps. Uh, who would you want to see him in that one match against? WWE or other. I mean, storyline wise, it'd have to be The Miz. Yeah, that'd be, I mean, it'd be great just to, to have closure for that. Yeah. But if it could just be anyone, WWD or other, WWD. I'm not hydrated enough. All right, WWE or other, who would you want to see him in a match with? Kenny Omega. I mean, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So, uh, in, in WWE, who would you want? Like, not, not, not just the Miz storyline, but who mm-hmm. would you want to see him do one more match with? Um, I bet him and Sami Zayn could put on a fucking show. I'd be pretty legit. I'd be pretty stoked about that. Uh-huh. And I'm uh, sure they have in some other promotion. And so, if some smart is listening to this and tells me, oh, yeah, we should check out. Blah, uh, blah, blah. If you go back to season four, episode six of Who Kids a Fuck? Fuck you. Although I, I have gone on record as saying, man, that's on a, my bucket list for us is to fucking go to a PWG show. Sure. We've, we're going to be going to our third Evolve show. And Evolve has just been so better. much fun. It's, it's better every time. Um, all two times. Right. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. They've gone from good to gooder. Uh, and then. Uh, you know, I've seen some other indie wrestling around New York, and it's it's fun. But like, man, everything I've heard about PWG shows just amazing. Um, we got to go out. I've seen some decent cards for uh, the promotion we we're supposed to go to in Jersey. Oh, right, right. Oh, by the way, I never reached out to that guy to find out if we're still going to get our interview with Paul London. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should call him right now and just say, "Hey." Uh, are we going to get that interview with Paul London still? Cause like the longer I wait for that, uh, the less likely it is to happen, which, Hey, you can't divide by zero or you can't divide into zero. Um, also, uh, so Shinsuke Nakamura was not on the UK NXT tour posters, but which then led the internet to go, Oh my God, WrestleMania is coming. The raw after WrestleMania is coming. The smack, down after wrestlemania is coming he probably won't go to smackdown but anyway uh and then promptly they were like psych on the twitter they're like shinsuke is coming which a lot of people have i think is because of ticket sales they, uh-huh. they've not pre-sold a lot of tickets so they think that they're changing his call-up plans based on how nxt is selling tickets right now mm-hmm. and hey you know look look at kevin owens look at sammy look there's been a lot of guys who have done the straddle thing where they half come up to the roster true so he could come up he could imagine make how, an appearance imagine the pop at wrestlemania if he was like a surprise like he like i understand it it's a quote waste to put him in something like the onto the giant but you know how every year they give like one or two entrances like uh-huh. most of the people are in the ring and then oh hey here's like two or three people imagine the pop if the last one in just his music hit i mean oh, for crazy. sure uh however oh sorry yeah, uh however. Man, you interrupted me. Now I don't remember. No, I didn't mean to. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, right. It just goes goes to show how WWE has really, really been bad lately at creating new new wrestlers and new characters. That they have to keep using Shinsuke as a draw because they can't replace their NXT stars with new ones. I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, think think about it. No way. Think about it. Who is... Who's... Like an original WWE star who's come from NXT, uh, come up from NXT and is still like big in the scene. Uh, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose. So Roman, I'll give you. Rollins was built on the indie scene. Dean well, Ambrose was built his on the car- indie are, scene. Are, wait, you're saying like they didn't have the indie? They were built in the developmental itself. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Roman was. Um, uh, Kurt, Curtis Axel was, but I guess he's not. You're really going to compare Curtis Axel to Roman Reigns? No. Um, shit. God damn it, Bob. 
Don't do this to me right now. <sighs> I mean, Sammy, no. KO, no. Shinsuke, no. Sam- no. Bobby Roode, no. Smojo, no. Uh, Austin, no. Austin was doing well in TNA. Um, Nev, no. He was Pac on the indie scene. Oh right, fuck. <laughs> Brian Kendrick. No, he started. In well, WWE, he did. Though. He did. He started. He, he left. Did. He came back. So fuck you. That's two. I'm counting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting it. A guy who's built in the late Attitude Era. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, he was Paul London's tag team partner. They're the ones who went. Yeah, this no, is all they, full yeah. circle here, bro. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of Roman real quick, the dude that popped in my head was, oh, yeah, if I could only have one more match with Daniel Bryan, I'd make it Roman. And I would make Roman bury Daniel Bryan and then give him, like, all of the heat. Like, have him, like, choke slam Daniel Bryan and everyone's like, no, his neck. And then he, like, puts his foot on his neck and just does, like, the blood sport, like, God, and then, like, points to somebody who's, like, friends with Daniel Bryan in the in the front row and is just like, well, obviously, today, Brady. today, I kill your friend. Tomorrow I kill you. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't know. There's nobody else. I don't know. They're doing a good thing of curating. The answer is Enzo and Cass. But oh yeah, I guess that is a good point because Enzo straight up. I remember hearing that like they just found him. Like he wasn't even like really a wrestler. A wrestler at all. They just found him and they were like, "Hey, you got like this guy's crazy great skills." And then he was just like, "Yeah, I could say stupid shit." Um, well, fuck, dude. Okay, but they are doing a good job in NXT of curating talent from other places and then adapting them to the style of WWE. It's true, but if now they're at the point of having so many superstars that they can't keep bringing in these big name guys, right? And they're now holding back guys like Shinsuke because they need him to be a draw for the brand. It seems like it's hurting guys like Shinsuke. Right. Or at least arguably hurting the brand in WWE itself at, at because the, they have yeah. no new people to, they, they aren't making their own superstars. At the very least, at the very least. Um, I can see. And Braun Strowman is, is a oh, WWE yeah, Braun Strowman. made guy. Uh, but he didn't least, have an NXT run. Yeah. Well, really? Not really, no. I mean, at the very least, I can see what you're saying in that, yes, people like Shinsuke are talented enough to move up. Uh, I think that Finn did a good job for a long time down there as basically it was his show. Yeah. Um, and, and if Finn had Baron ne- Corbin, if you Finn- could argue too. Oh yeah. But. If Finn had never, if Finn had never get caught, got caught up, I think he would still be doing good things in NXT. Um, he might not be hurt. Waka, waka, waka. Um, but you know, I, I don't think that there's a problem necessarily with there being people down there who don't come up. Like, honestly, I think that they'll probably keep Ty Dillinger down there. Uh-huh. It's 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 unfortunate that he may not get the opportunity to be on the grandest stage of them all, quote unquote. True. Hashtag. But he's also kind of registered. But yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. They Bobby don't Roode, need to push everyone. They can't push everyone. Right. I think you'll keep dudes like that down there. Rude, Ty. Um, you know, you'll keep these those dudes down there to basically be the gatekeepers, but not like the gate the gatekeepers. That's in evolve. But you know what I mean. Wink, nudge. Uh, very highly related. I'm gonna go ahead and do a pivot here. Uh huh. Pivot turn. Based on your topic of okay, so what happens if they can't make guys down there anymore? Yeah. Like they can adapt, but not make guys. Uh, so this is all gonna relate into the Hardy talk in just a minute. Uh-huh. That's coming up. But it has come out. It has come to light that uh-huh. WWE is making a hard push to buy not just the Ring of Honor tape library, but Ring of Honor itself from Sinclair Media. Um, I've heard conflicting reports on that. Uh, I was just listening to Meltzer talk about it. So, and Meltzer was saying that the talks have been going on since August, but like, it's like super hush hush. Like I've, I've heard that like the WWE just wants the tapes. I've heard, I've heard that they've wanted the tapes for basically the entire time that like that was something they were trying to buy, uh-huh. but it, but it has come to light that uh, again, apparently this is, all, this is speculation and rumor because no one's made an official statement on it, uh-huh. but there's a lot of places uh, pushing this rumor right now that 
they've actually been in talks to buy out Ring of Honor entirely. And one of the hangups is, is that obviously if WWE buys it, they want more control of the operations. Whereas the people from Ring of Honor are like, hey, if you still let us be um, like independent, then like, it, you know, loosely at least, uh-huh. then we will consider this. Um, and the big topic here is, if Ring of Honor gets bought out, what happens to the unofficial feed system for WWE? Because TNA is is circling the drain. We say that every year, but this time, like, really kind of circling the drain. They've lost a lot of talent. They've lost their biggest draws. Yeah. So what? So I mean, they still have a couple big names, but. And a lot of like, if you watch TNA, then they're, you kind of like the guys that they still have. I mean, that's, and that's fair, but we say this every year, every year they're in the same kind of situation. We're like, Hey, this might be the last year to go watch impact wrestling. Uh huh. Um, and it feels truer now. I feel like than the last like two years. Um, so if you don't have that anymore, you can't, you can only poach so many dudes from new Japan because, most of the dudes that they wanted to poach were American guys who went to Japan. Yeah. And most of their talent is Japanese, which, you know, sure they got Shinsuke. Um, but like, you know, they, 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 that is a much harder place to pull from because then you have to adapt a Japanese star to an English audience. Yeah. So if they buy ring of honor, is there the chance that things stagnant? Is there a chance that like people don't have the big, that big indie place, because Ring of Honor is kind of like one of the top of the pile of the of indies. Of the indies, yeah, sure. Like, sure, you cut your teeth in PWG or CZW like Dean Ambrose did or whatever, well, or Evolve now. Or even smaller feds. Sure. Um, and like WCPW now and stuff like that. But Ring of Honor has been one of those like, oh, they are regularly televised like on various means. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, They're structured and have a big enough... Uh, you know, presentation. Exactly. And they have a his- high enough quality, like a legacy, a history to it. Uh huh. So if they buy ring of honor, does that remove from the pool? Another, a place where they were, cause uh, you know, at a certain point, people felt like you grew too big for ring of honor. So it happened to punk. Uh-huh. So it happened to Dan O'Brien. So it happened to a lot of people. You, you go too big for that pool. And then they, and then you would get signed to WWE. If you don't have that place now, or if WWE puts too much control into it, does it turn NXT into SmackDown 2 yeah. and Ring of Honor into NXT? And then does that, again, does that kind of, you know, or even worse, do they bastardize Ring of Honor like they did ECW, where they buy it and then give it its own show on fucking Sci Fi Channel, and but then- put nothing into it? Then it just folds after a couple of years. And your your main events are fucking, you know, like 45-year-old has-been wrestler versus guy who nobody knows of but should but isn't on one of the main shows for some belt. Like, that's what ECW was. Like, in that first episode of the ECW one, they had the fucking zombie guy come out. And they just were like, yuck, 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 ECW, ECW, ECW. And it's like... I hope that doesn't happen to Ring of Honor, but it is an interesting thing if they get bought. Um, but I, I think the smart play here for all companies involved is just to like have Ring of Honor keep being itself and keep doing its thing and then have some kind of deal where they can post their shit on the network. Sure. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a six months to a year like after a show happens, it gets uploaded to the network. Sure. Or maybe even like mild, very mild, like once in a while crossover. Like you could like kind of what WCBW did where they were just like, they had Jay lethal come on with the belt. Yeah. And Jay lethal is still in ring of honor. He's not a regular on WCBW. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens on the Indies all the time is guys with other belt. Like, you know, now that Zack Saber jr. Has the evolve belt, he shows up everywhere else with the evolve belt. Right. Because it's A, he's the fucking champ, and B, he's, you know, it promotes the other brands. Of course. It'd be interesting to see if WWE would be willing to do something. I mean, that's like a huge platform for Ring of Honor. Right. Because, I mean, they do have their own streaming service, I'm pretty sure. But but it's nowhere near the the network. It's no network. Exactly. 
They, it would be very curious to see. And I remember hearing about the tape library deal back in the, in the fall um, when people started talking about it, saying like, "Oh well, here we they they would want to get at least this percentage of the, you know the revenue from." the network itself because of the value that they feel they add. But then WW was kind of like, yeah, but like you're like this percentage of the network. So like that's more reflective, but ring of honor was like, well, we have to make at least enough to make up for the, like the people we're probably going to lose. Cause we're going to like people who are already subscribed to both aren't going to be subscribed to both. If it's available on both. So they were like, you know, whatever they make a month, they want to make but I think there's like five ninety nine or six ninety nine or something like that. So for them, they're like, they they're not going to get that much from WWE. So it's a matter of like, okay, but if instead of making six ninety nine a month, they made one ninety nine a month, they probably won't even get that. But if they did, and it was comparable in numbers to, or even for them, possibly better than the total gross income they were making from their streaming service, sure, it's worth it. But you also have to look in factor in like maybe they'd take a hit on their streaming service revenue, but the extra eyes mean that they're going to sell a ton more merch. They're going to have more people go to their shows. They're going to be able right. to put on more events. Right. Et cetera. So there's, there's more to pl- There's, there's a whole lots of things to talk, think about in this decision. And I'm glad I don't have to make it, but something, something is happening between WWE and ring of honor and time will tell what it ends up being is really the long and short of it. All right, what's left on our list? So, we got about 15 minutes, so we really got to word, word, word. So that was WWE buys, buying that. Uh, we talked enough about the WrestleMania card. Uh, Kane is running for mayor. Knox County, uh, Tennessee mayor. So that's where he's been. I really hope. Uh, I guess he also had like a knee injury or something. That too, but, but he's been focusing on his politics stuff. Good for him. I hope that he renames it hell. That would be amazing if he and then he could work that in and just totally do live broadcast on WWE from his office in hell, Tennessee. I know there's a hell, Michigan. Uh, also about tape libraries. Lawler said that his he owns the rights to the Memphis Wrestling Library. Uh-huh. Um, and he basically said it's a when, not an if that he's going to license it to WWE. They're just working out numbers, figuring out, you know, what they cool. think it's worth, what he thinks it's worth. So that'll be a cool. They probably got to like scrub it for some content. Sure. Uh, Triple H was on the cheap heat podcast and it was a very interesting podcast worth to listen to just an interview with old Paul mm-hmm. about how he runs the show. Uh, but one interesting thing is, is that he it was brought up that Angle wants one more match, uh-huh. and he said we're not going to say never. So I mean Goldberg got a match, yeah. Uh, you know Sting got some matches. And Angle can still go in a ring, and he's proven that. So so that's interesting, and uh, obviously he's going to be at the Hall of Fame. Uh, it sounds like they're going to use him for some shows. They're not sure if it's WrestleMania or the Raw or SmackDown after, but he's going to make some appearances on TV. Oh, right. Well, that's the one thing from Raw that we didn't mention that kind of actually happened. Was, Mick Foley. was that Mick Foley got fired. Right. So now there's going to be a new GM spot open up on Raw. So it's it's logical that Angle comes in. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very logical. Uh, and he obviously has history with Steph. Hey, no. Hey, no. Uh, we already mentioned the kayfabe. Hey, no, not uh, a real life. So hey the now. Hardys, there's there's only like two or three things left that that weren't actually getting into a little bit. Uh, briefly, real quick, I'll just mention Southpaw Regional Wrestling. If you haven't watched it, it's a treasure. Go watch it. It's like 30 total minutes, four episodes, maybe not like even. five to seven minutes long. Yeah, I was going to say maybe not even a half hour total. It's, but it's definitely worth it. Four episodes. They're on YouTube and the WWE website. Uh, f- really fucking funny. Uh, the commentators were Fandango and John Cena, which they did have a Fandango and John Cena match on SmackDown this week, which was funny. Hilarious. Hopefully, a reference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff in there. Chris Jericho's in it. Rusev and Lana playing farmers, uh-huh, American playing farmers. American farmers who love America. Oh my god, it's so fuck! And I loved it when they were just like USA, USA, and Jericho's like the bankers also from America. But okay, I love this. I love the spirit. Um, <laughs> yeah, the banker being Tyler Breeze in a standout performance. Fantastic. Uh, if if you need any context, it's a fake '80s promotional professional wrestling organization and in the south in the somewhere. south 
and it's like quote unquote found footage of this quote unquote lost promotion. It's it's wonderful. It's a treasure. Also, Bob, you got into Lucha Underground. Uh, just quickly, yeah. are you enjoying it? Oh yeah, I'm like seven or eight episodes in now. It's, I'm about to start. So. Um, yeah, there's there's some really great matches. Uh, I mean, the story is ridiculous, cheesy, over the top, but it's still fun. Um, one of the topics that I feel like we can address a little quicker. So we know who's inducting people into the Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, no China. Um, but I did hear some people making the argument that with her just having passed, they wanted to combo break the person dies. So we put them into the WWE Hall of Fame. Fair. They did that with Macho Man. They didn't do it with Warrior. He died the night after they got in. But like, there's been a lot of people that they induct right after they die. Uh-huh. And it makes people feel like it was less about their career. More because they just died. Right. Gotcha. So um, there's, there's some speculation that's what they're doing with China. Wait so, a year. Uh, Basically. Yeah. So Natalia is inducting Beth Phoenix. There's good, your good. Uh, Bischoff is inducting DDP, which is Lulzy. Um, it's fine. Uh, the APA is inducting Teddy Long. Good fit. Uh, we knew Cena was inducting Angle. Yeah, I mean, which but, is a perfect fit. Exactly. First match. Uh, Steamboat is inducting Rick Rude. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, and then the interesting one is Jim Cornette is coming back for the first time since he was fired from the company in 2005 to induct the Rock and Roll Express. And Jim Cornette's kind of uh, pretty vocal about the WWE. I was going to say wild card. <laughs> There's a good chance that he gets up there on that stage and it's like, Vince doesn't want me to talk about some things. I'm going to talk about them and just like pull out a fucking list of just like his grievances. I hope yeah, he wouldn't know. He's he, uh, he did an AMA on Reddit recently and he, he was like, Yeah, I'm not an idiot. I I know it's not about me, it's about inducting them into the Hall of Fame. Like sure. he's not gonna he he doesn't want to walk away being the talking point of it. Right. Um and however, it would be fucking hilarious if he just walks up and goes, Thank you, fuck you, bye. <laughs> oh my god, I would fucking love it. I hope he makes the face from the botchamania intro. Um or I hope that he's like Oh, one more thing. Like, as everyone's like walking off the music mm-hmm. playing, he comes back to him at podium. He's like, Oh, and one more thing. Fuck you, Kevin Steen. And just like walks away. Um, uh, it's a, it's, it's a good fit because, you know, he, he managed their rivals in the Midnight Express. So it's like, you know, it's, it's interesting to see him back, especially because didn't he get fired in 2005 for like assaulting somebody? I thought, who knows? I thought oh. it was Santino. I thought he like beat, like, I thought he got into a fist fight with Santino backstage and got fired. I don't know if that was a reason, but I'm pretty sure he did get into some kind of altercation with Santino. Regardless, it'll be th- something to keep your eye on. Right. Or I'm as sure Dusty it'll probably said. just be like another induction and it'll go fine. But as Dusty would have said, it's something to watch there, brother. Um, so that's a Hall of Fame inductees. Now you all know that. Cross that off the list. Down to like two things, dude. Uh-huh. Let's bust through it. So uh, we mentioned Ring of Honor. So the Hardys, obviously, I don't know. Jesus Christ. Did they? Was that after... We went on our break that they left. No, we talked about them briefly leaving. Okay. I think. So yeah, they left TNA or impact whatever yeah. the fuck because of the thing, which, Oh, we did talk about with Jeff yeah. Jarrett. Uh, but they signed like a very, very short term deal with ring of honor. Uh huh. And uh, became their tag champs immediately. Um, which is funny. And they'll probably drop that at some point because a lot of people are saying it's a, when not an if for their them WWE return. Back. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing is that impact wrestling and, and J double, whatever Jarrett, uh, is, <laughs> I started to do the thing. Fuck it. Um, they are suing the Hardys or at least issuing cease and desists to keep them from using the broken gimmick. Uh-huh. Uh, so they've been using it in ring of honor. And so they went through the TNA slash impact YouTube library and edited the name of every fucking thing that, had Matt Hardy or broken Matt Hardy or broken anything uh-huh. and added a trademark in the titles of every YouTube video. That's insane. To which Reba, Matt's wife, yeah, went Maybe. on Twitter and was just like basically middle finger fuck you it's like and tagged at Jeff Jarrett. Like uh-huh. like that's funny. You're trying to trademark our trademark pretty low and stupid at Jeff Jarrett. And it was just like Oh shit. So they're issuing cease and desist to try to keep them from using the the broken mat shit. Uh-huh. But Matt and his whole camp insists they've always had the trademark and they've always had the the copyright. Yeah, his thought on their his yeah, intellectual idea. property, yeah. yeah. So they're saying cease and desist what? Using our shit. Uh and so far 
Impact has offered no real proof other than trademarking, like putting trademark on YouTube titles that they do own it. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like you created something in our company. It's ours. I don't know if that's in their, in their contracts or because, I mean, they're allowed to do their gimmicks at other events when they're right because like they were obviously signed to impact but they're still doing like broken matt hardy at wcbw right and at other shows with triple a which i think at the time they just didn't say anything about because it promoted impact yeah in a way but like i don't know what's in their contracts who knows man who knows we'll see we'll see what were you saying about their merch store got shut down yeah oh yeah they're I sent you that uh, tweet. I haven't Hold had ch- I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Hold on. Uh, Did well, you text it to uh, me? Yeah. Basically, um, they shut down their merch store. I guess hardyshop.com or something. Um, Was this the Dave Meltzer tweet? Yeah, and somebody sent somebody sent the tweet. You know, of the Hardy Shop saying that they're closing to Dave, and they're like, is this WWE related? Or something. Right. Just pull it up. What's it say? Uh, uh, com is officially closed. Thank you for a great five years. It's been an honor serving the Hardy fans around the world. And the image has gone, but not deleted. Um, and then someone tweeted that at Dave Meltzer. Look at this, Dave. Maybe WWE is the reason. And he said, not maybe definitely. Which is Dave Meltzer being cute. Yes. I don't. I so, don't. I mean... If the Hardys are shutting down their own shop because that means that they're jumping back onto the WWE shop. Who knows, man? And it's also curious to see if if they'll be able to A, bring the broken shit with them or B, if WWE even wants them to. I feel like if Matt and Jeff come back... They should just come back as the Hardy brothers. Mm, see, I don't know, though, because that's the thing is I feel like if they come back, they're going to want to do the broken thing. That's what they've been doing and yeah. it's and it's what and it's working for them and they're on a hot streak and people are talking about them i don't think that they want to come back the way the dudleys did i don't think they want to come back and do like you know a year and a half as their old gimmicks and like come out of the gate hot and then immediately be like oh they're the old guys and then job out to what fucking uh vaude villains vaudeville or who's worse what should be a worse one that should be the <laughs> remaining 10 minutes of our show is who would be worse to job out to the shining stars of the vaude villains um i don't i don't think that they're going to want to do that and i think it's a waste of them i think i feel like they're still hot with this broken gimmick bring them back on fucking smackdown in what is a dead tag team division and have them shake the place up. And then after they run rough shot over the tag division and, and establish dominance there, you bring somebody up who can take the belts back off of them and then have them do a fucking feud with the Wyatts or with Bray. I think it's perfect. Yeah, no, I mean, it would be great. There, there are great ways to do it, but we'll see what happens. That's fair. And then the last thing, which it's weird that this got saved for last, but I, I dotted around my list. So the, the rumor for the <laughs> Alexa Bliss women's uh, championship match, SmackDown, women, cha- SmackDown Women's Championship match at WrestleMania um, is, a, you know, the match is a all women on the locker in the locker room on the roster, whatever. All match. available women. Yeah, that specifically is what they said. That's yes. right. Because that doesn't say SmackDown Women's Locker Room. It just says all available women. All available women. So I'm going to run through a list of the people rumored to be in the match real quick. Yes. And then I would love for well, you. Obviously, we're going to have Natty. We're going to have Becky. We're mm-hmm. going to have Carmella. Mickey. We're going to have Mickey. Sure. We also don't know if this is elimination or if this is like a championship scramble, which if that would, that would be great. I don't know. You were probably you probably didn't like the last one was years ago. So I don't think you've ever seen one. Or maybe you have on like going through the library, but the championship scramble is where like there's a timer on the match. It's like a 15 minute time match. Uh-huh. And every time someone pins or submits somebody, they're the champion. And whoever oh. has it when the clock hits zero wins. That'd be Which fun. Is a, it's a fucking really fun yeah. way to do a match. Because in, the, in, in that case, you still have people trying to break up pins, but sometimes instead of trying to break up pins, they'll just let the pin happen and then immediately get a pin of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've we've gone through the usual suspects on the roster. Obviously, the first one is that Naomi comes back. Yeah, that's sure. the first rumor. That's that seems fairly likely, and I even possible, f- even possible for a win because sure. it's in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, next one, uh, Eva Marie. 
return. Okay, fine. Sure. Whatever. Just your reaction to it. Uh, the next one is uh, Summer Rae leaving Raw to show up. Uh, I doubt return that. Return from injury. I doubt that. The next, we'll the next one, which on the rumors has been listed as is highly probable, is Emma leaving Raw to show yeah, up on SmackDown. I mean, she has worked SmackDown house shows, so I don't know. Um, but it seems like they made it pretty clear that she was coming back to Raw as Emma. So I don't know. The next one is, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Tamina Snuka. Yeah, I mean, back. she still exists at WWE somewhere. She has a contract, theoretically. People have already like forgotten about her dad passing away and the whole trial thing. I feel like it's kind of died down. So Tamina coming back and being the Nia Jax slash original Tamina of <laughs> SmackDown. Who knows? Uh, next one, Kelly Kelly returning. Sure. I'm sure that doesn't mean as much to you. No, but um, she had a nice butt right sure uh the next one is a possible one-off match of lita returning because she's been doing indie circuit. hey man <laughs> say what you want about her fucking atrocious mic skills atrocious lita was great in the ring in her heyday and apparently she's been doing indie stuff and has been doing pretty well well i guess there's that she's she was she was miss flippy shit she was very much like uh-huh she was miss jeff hardy also Dude, yeah, she kind of was the female Jeff Hardy because she would like go through tables and like take chair shots to the dome. She took some like really haggard spots when she was in WWE. And then the last one is uh, Maria Canellis, who was on Impact with Mike Bennett, who Mike Bennett just left TNA slash Impact the same time as the Hardys. So, uh, you know, there's this whole thing of like, okay. If she comes in and is in that match, and then again, there's a lot of people on the rumors are saying this is a very probable uh, debut. Uh-huh. If she comes back, does that mean that Mike Bennett comes to WWE? Because historically, that's what she's most famous for is being his valet because they're in a relationship or married in real life. Yeah. So I don't know how you feel about all of those uh, possibilities. Anything that stands out as a exciting... I mean, the only one that I feel is likely is Tamina and Naomi. Tamina. Tamina? Tamina. Tamina? Well, you said Tamina in all fairness. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes, because I thought it was weird how you said it. And I was like, "Eh, well, he probably knows better than I do. So I rolled with it. Dude, you should know better. (laughs) When we're recording this podcast, I've got the headphones on. I'm just like in a weird place sometimes. Um, so that's our show for this week. I gotta get wrapping up yeah, here because I gotta, gotta roll. I gotta roll out of here in just a minute. I gotta get back to work. Yeah, dude. Uh, so good stuff going on. You know, in ring stuff was a little weird, but a lot of news. Hopefully, and uh, you know, <laughs> we're gonna be back next week for another show. Uh, so hopefully it's not as crazy. Also, I'm planning on recording a little something the day of WrestleMania because it's gonna be a, a bunch of people. And hopefully we'll get some opinions from some friends of the show you've met and haven't yet. And also next week, an exclusive on our pre WrestleMania weekly show on Thursday or Friday, whatever, uh-huh. uh, there's going to be an exclusive breaking news announcement about a friend of the show. And also a long awaited clip will be airing on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun and it's a big surprise. So all four or seven of you listening, come back next week. Get hype, get hype, get hype. You can follow Bob on the Twitter at Bob Fackney. You can follow me at CB points. You can follow both of us on Facebook and Twitter at small package POD. That's POD for podcast. We're going to be doing some uh, more Facebook live stuff from evolve. When we go back to 82, go on our Facebook, check out the videos we put from, uh, from 79 and whatever the one was before that 76. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Anyway. Hey, thanks for thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be back soon. Listening. Have a good day. It should be less of a break than last time. (laughs) Yes, it will definitely be less. All right, everybody. Keep it real. And in honor of Xavier Woods, keep it tight. (laughs) Anyway, small package.